Nobody's in the middle. Checks back against Carter and scores. That is a typical for the Amina Margot. Acres Wonderland uh, podcast episode nine. Not been a great week in the men's, but we're still in Europe. We're still in the Champions League, so got all that to come, which is very very exciting. Um, I'm all as always. I am joined by Adam and Matt. How are you, Matt? I'm good, thank you. I'm surprised that you came to me first this time after <laughs> take two. Um, take, take three is it now? We'll take four. I've lost count now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good it's always nice to have a bit of a fun laugh with friends and i'm looking yeah. forward to talking to everyone today tonight. Oh, definitely i the main reason i came to you first matt because adam was frozen on this screen <laughs> and he, he was just sitting there smiling i was i was like yeah well, i'll go to matt first and i'll come back to adam because he froze again and i'm really hoping he's not frozen I, how I'm are you fro- adam i'm hoping i'm unfrozen now um I'm afraid I'm in the hotel once again, so um, I may freeze temporarily from now and then. So, um, but hopefully I can stay on long enough to get this done. Tired, as I said um, in the in the fifth take, um, <laughs> the uh, from the from the uh, from last night's um, late shenanigans. Um, bit of a downer, but I think a bit of a blessing in disguise. And maybe on the men's side, it might be one of these results. We think we, you know, if we do win the league, we'll look back at that defeat and think, yeah, that was that was helped us towards our way on the way to winning it but there's obviously there is one more european competition to be played in and our arsenal women are in it we are we are we are the quarterfinals and that's coming up it returns next week which i think we're all very excited for and looking forward to having a bit of a chinwag about it oh yeah no definitely i mean other news before we crack crack onto the champions league one one a certain ex-arsenal player has returned got is a no, as much as I loved it, loved that. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. Someone, someone, someone on this podcast got very, very excited. <laughs> and Adam, you did steal his thunder, so I'm going to let Matt, Matt announce this. Um, Matt, who has who has returned? So, Will's very own Jodie Taylor. Hey, mm. no. What does it mean for her to be back? Do you think? Well, what does it mean to you? Because I know you're very, very, very excited for her to be back. Well, when I started watching the uh, England Lionesses play, she was one of the players that was coming up, up and coming, um, or she was getting through and playing most of the time, apart of uh, Frank Kirby in the 2015 World Cup with Frank, Frank Kirby. Uh, a few years later, step back forwards, Jodie Taylor. Very, She was very great. At what she was doing, she was, was putting balls in the back of the net in the 2017 Euro Championship, and she was just so effective doing that, as well as being able to provide different options. She wasn't just a winger; she was, first of all, she she's an out-and-out striker, but she also has the experience. She's gone over to Australia, she's gone to America, um, she's been basically everywhere, all over WSL, the NWSL, the American League. Australia. She knows Steph Catley quite well, and they, they've got a very odd uh, nickname for her. I think is it Porky? Something I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's a very <laughs> odd one. And we're still waiting the response as to why Steph Catley calls her that. Um, There's but, always got to be a funny story like, behind that, surely. Shanky. What was that, Adam? It's, I think it's like Shanky or something. That's it was. It. Yeah, the supporters club shared it out. It was yeah, it's it's a yeah. There must there must be a story behind it, and hopefully we'll uh, find out as the rest of the season goes on. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's now confirmed. Steena's had an injury. So, what do you think, Jody Taylor? Yeah, if that is what Twitter's telling me. Oh, Steena's been injured the last couple of games, so that's why she hasn't started. 
Or she's so got a niggle somewhere, from what I'm hearing. So I, heard she, so I heard she was ill. I heard there was an illness issue around Steena. Oh, that, I, that was oh the, okay. It was, is it illness then? Someone I was seeing on my feed that it was well, an injury. There Stuck might be. I have, I'm not up to speed with all the latest news. I just know that the last game against um, uh, Reading, um, there was talk that she was ill and that's why she was lying on the bench. Yeah, but and I think it's sweeping through a lot of clubs at the moment. A yeah. lot of clubs. So it's, it's that time of year where the weather's changing and it's getting it. lighter in the evenings, which makes me very it's excited. I've, I've, so. had few, I've had a couple of weeks, so yeah, it's definitely catching. Uh, it's, yeah, it's an interesting signing. Again, like Matt, Jodie Taylor was sort of one of the she was the star, she was one of the, well, she was the star of 2017. Um, she didn't really get a look under Hope Powell. It was sort of Mark Sampson who sort of brought her into the team um, and to sort of a, a late star, if you will. I think she was in a sort of a well. She she wasn't a youth product, shall we say? When like Frank Kirby, she she was, she was 28 when she made her debut for England. Exactly 28, which is ridiculously late to, to start playing for England. Um, great goal against Canada. I thought, yeah, momentous moment. I love that moment. I know exactly where I was when I heard that goal went in. I was in Cardiff working <laughs> because because the games the games were in Canada, so they were in the mm. you know, late in the in the morning, and I was working nights down in Cardiff. So we had the we had the you know, the radio one, wherever it was, and we, yeah, we were working away, and we were hearing the goals, the her and bronze's goal flying, yeah. um, and then got made a name for herself at Euro um, 2017. You know who was the top scorer? Not Miedema, not Martins. No, nope, it was Jodie Taylor. Um, but I think Arsenal signed her shortly afterwards and she was actually in the, the team. Mm. I, I don't know if it was the whole season or half season, but she she was there when Joe Montemuro came and then she left and Miedema became the, the, the main striker. Um, but yeah, there's a, she's been she's won the Champions League, I think, with Leon. She's spent a lot of time in Australia and, and America. And she's in her late 30s now. And I think it's generally sort of a feeling of, I think she's sort of at the end of her career now. I, she's not the star striker. If she, if she was a star striker, she's not, you know, she's not a Vivian Miedema or anything like that. And I think there is a sort of uh, hesitancy about the signing from the, from the fans. And I think, I think because probably they think we need a star, we need a star striker. We need, you know, a, a Russo-esque sort of signing. Which Jodie Taylor most certainly is not, and you, and people are thinking, oh my goodness, we're going to have Jodie Taylor starting for Arsenal every game. This is going to be a disaster, and I'm not in that school of thought. For me, this is a this is like Jens Lehmann coming on for Black against Blackpool when he's you know 45 or whatever it was, or or Thierry Henry coming back. Just it's just for how, is it eight games left now? Not not including the European games. Is it yeah. eight? It's only eight. Yeah. League, which is mad anyway. The fact that it's only eight games left, but there's only eight league games left. We just need somebody to give us a bit of protection in the striker position for eight more games, and then after that we get our best strikers back and we go again. And there's been this mad panic, which I think is totally unwarranted. Um, and I think it's, I think it's, a, it's a. I'd say I'm saying ever signing because I'm sure there's probably better strikers we could have had, but it's a striker who knows Arsenal. She's been here before. Knows the players. She's played in most of them for England, um, and and also at Arsenal as well. And I think it's just there. She'll sit on the bench. She might get five ten minutes. She'll give us a bit of a rotation option with Steena. Um, I mean, I say you think Steena might be injured. If she is injured. God, we need her back quickly because um, mm. you know we, we need it. A... I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's illness. To be honest with you. We get... The problem yeah. is, is if it we is. Can't rely on the being a striker. If it's another injury, how how. Mm. Should it, no one's else can play up top apart from Caitlin for mm. the game against Bayern. I know we'll come back to, back to that, but it is a bit difficult. I, I was thinking at the time if Steen does have an injury, like as been mentioned, who really steps in? You, well, you have Caitlin on the one side, Steph, Steph's currently out at the moment, so you've got two options you play Noel on the left, mm. uh, Laura on the right, mm. and then you have Katie. On that left wing as well, see if that would work. But it's it, and then Caitlin goes up top. But again, it's the consistency of the team. Can they build on what we've done over the last couple of weeks? The winning of the Conti Cup, now the four nil Reading, the, mm. the two nil against Liverpool. Can we keep on building if this side keeps on having to mm. rotate every five minutes? 
it, it does feel like every time we stumble upon a solution, the solution disintegrates in our hands and we have to build again. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say that, but I think now, more than anything, I was listening to a podcast today with Farrah Williams on it. Um, she was saying there's just something that's just clicked. And I've actually sat there and thought about it for most of today. And it, and it really, honestly, it has. Before that, like during that Conny Cup, something just clicked. Mm. We just we started we started being like a team. We were almost there because we've had all those new signings, but it's finally settled down. It's taken about six weeks for some of these girls, but it's something's yeah. just clicked. And I, mm. the Conti Cup has lit the fires for the, for the charge for the rest of the season. Yeah, hundred percent. And and I, and I think something will do that. You look at Man City last season; they won the Conti Cup. That drove them on to basically get to third place and take it from under Manchester United's noses. But just because we've won it, we have to utilise that momentum. Unfortunately, we've got a setback. Steph Catley has been injured. She's out. Um, foot, foot's in the boot. Um, unfortunately, not a football boot. And it looks like she's going to be out for quite a few weeks. And obviously, we, we hope we show all the best. We don't know the full details. Um, but I'm it, you know, it's just protection measures and nothing else more. If, if she is to be out, because that means that we're going to be, at, as I said, a bit of a sticky situation with left back and left wing. Yeah, I mean, he's either McKay, but left back, um, and then Pelova come in. Um, but obviously, if Stina's a bit wobbly, it's Ford or Geo or Jodie Taylor. Yeah, as but the thing is, Geo hasn't been registered for the Champions League. And Jodie Taylor can't That's play in that thing. competition either. So no. all of a sudden, you just, yeah, it's. So I'm just hoping, I'm hoping Stina is okay, if I'm honest yes. with you. I don't want to believe what social media says, because we, we know what a rabbit hole that can be. Yeah. But yeah. it's just what I'm hearing, to it be is. honest with you. And it's it's prob- I'm hoping it's all talk. It's not, it's not, the club hasn't said anything, that's the problem. No. I haven't said anything about Stina, nothing about Steph Catley. Mm. Um, so it's it's a bit of like, we're kind of left in the lurch, just as far as we know it's what's going on within the club itself we're fumbling in the dark i mean it has been the atkins mm-hmm. policy now not to do medical updates i remember there was a time when every every time we got news we say right every single player we we're given a dialogue they're out they're out they're in they're in ever since arteta's come in it's like no we're not we're not giving anything away and you know you listen mm-hmm. to the jonas podcasts which sounds like a podcast about life of the Jonas Brothers, but you listen to Jonas's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you listen to Jonas's, sorry, um, interview. Yeah. Uh, um, post, it, he um, doesn't do it either. He doesn't doesn't to him. He doesn't reveal anything. They've, they've asked him. They've asked him interviews about. Um, oh, he's just player available. No, he is straight up defensive. We're not giving anything away. And you know, fair enough. You know, the opposition doesn't know who's in and who's out. They can't properly plan for us, and I get that. But it is a bit frustrating for us when we're sort of having to guess just based on, you know, cryptic Instagram posts and, you know, behind-the-scenes stats other players post. You think, oh, that person's in a leg brace. And- it's also also gen- fans in general, because the snap of Steph Catley was taken by a fan at Meadow Park. Mm. I was at that game that night, but I had to sort of leave because... It was cold and it was raining, so I, I wasn't I, prepared I, to stand around him more than I needed to. I must admit, I, I did the exact same thing at the Spurs away game. I saw Leah Williamson limping out, and I, you know, tweet saying, "Oh, I think I think Leah Williamson's done something here." And um, obviously, as you had, yeah, yeah. So just hopefully, hopefully, we'll get some gaps filled in on the uh, match preview with Jonas. Hopefully, you get some sort of idea of what's going on, but. I have to say, I am absolutely gutted for Gio. Um, her mm. comments on how excited she was to play in the Champions League. It's kind of been, I know this is going to sound really horrible, it's kind of been snatched from her for this half of the season. It's kind of a what, she sorry? been snatched off her. Oh, snatched, yes, yes. It's, it's the, whole, the whole Gio signing has been a mess from day one. And... Some of it is is unfortunate. Some of it, I think, is Everton and Arsenal have to hold their hands up. Um, she's just signing. She's a signing that is is much praised and people rave about. She's going to be she's going to be amazing, which is great. But she and because there is so much of an unknown about her over here, um, she's sort of embodied like all our hopes and dreams of what she's going to be when she probably isn't, isn't even that. So we imagine mm-hmm. her as being this great fan. And that's why when we had our injuries, the fans were like, oh, we need to get Gio back and, and she'll be our Beth Mead and our Vivian Miedema 
uh, combined and she'll score a million goals and and no and said, no no she's just a really talented but potential talented young player who's just on loan at Everton to get match day experience the problem obviously she didn't get match day experience at Everton apart from scoring a goal against Spurs um because she was injured so now she's come back because we've had a crisis in forwards and we can't get any goals now the team is starting to get goals and we don't really need Geo and then now we we've we've the Champions League picks have come out and we've gone for um, Sabrina as a goalkeeper over um, over Gio. So if we pick three goalkeepers whilst also having two, I, know, I don't think you can drop for four, four we've got picked four goalkeepers. Yeah. Four goalkeepers. Um, oh, let four? me see if I can get the list up for you. I was thinking Sabrina, Marchese and Manu. Um, mm-hmm. this, um, Isn't it Marquise? Sorry. Yeah, Marquise, Marquise, and yeah. also one of our young goalkeepers. Wow, sorry, Adam, carry on. I know, it's, it's just like um, Hegarisa, we've heard tactical uh, genius again of picking multiple goalkeepers. Um, but you've also got like so Vivian Miedemar and Beth Mead, who have to be in the team, but they're not going to play because they're injured. Um, so we are a bit short there. I, yeah, I do feel sorry for Gia, but she is incredibly young. I mean, she's got a whole career ahead of her. And, you know, next season... If we don't put her out on loan, she'll probably get games in the Champions League. You know, if 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 she'd been with us from the start and she'd been fit, she mm. would have played in that Zurich. I've no doubt she'd have played at some. She'd have featured. Oh no, hundred percent. She would have got. She would have got minutes in that game. But obviously, we so, carted her straight out into Everton. Um, she's yeah, injured, yeah. so it's understandable. It's been. It's been a cock-up. She's been a child of misfortune this season, unfortunately. Um, which, may, yeah, yeah, if that makes sense. And yeah, I think Arsenal could probably handle it better. Maybe Everton could have done as well. There's been a lot. Of, there hasn't been much communication around her. Um, at least she is getting some games in the league. Um, but we're only going to see whispers of her talent. And mm. I suppose maybe the only thing I think what Jonas is thinking is, given the level of competition, he probably doesn't think. And I might agree with him this. Gio is not at the level to compete at this you know in this competition considering you know lack of experience incredibly raw that could be a mistake it could have been a talent a, a competition where she you know in michael richard style burst onto the scene and did something absolutely extraordinary and wowed everyone and got us all overly excited you know a bit like when walcott ran the lane for the pitch against liverpool and we all thought he was going to be the next star of this arsenal team because he did that amazing yeah that you know alerted everyone and then he mm-hmm. never read anything after that to that level yeah um I do for Sofia and I hope that you know she she um gets some gets at least some more game times in the league maybe has a moment to to share some something memorable and then just see just judge it next season would be surprised if she went out on loan again to I don't know Everton or West Ham or Western Villa or something get more experience yeah. but yeah it's a bit of a shame really Oh no definitely I've got um, a different view on all of that cuz obviously I've ooh. seen Gio play she actually came to yes. us through injury through injury she had a hip problem at the time and they said right okay because of this this and this we'll try and look for a club try and do the uh usual thing we'll try and find a decent club there was about as far as i'm aware there could have been about four or five clubs that would have been interested liverpool would have been one of them everton heavily interested because they needed them everton heavily relying on the loan system alone because of uh they've got aggie beaver jones just park emily ramsey all sorts of players that they've had to look at because they needed to fill those slots that they already have. And Gio was going to be one of those players that they needed to make sure that she was on the right track from the start of the season towards when she was able to use it. So effectively, when she was to be able to use, I look back to the Merseyside Ivy at Anfield, which I get, <laughs> I went to. Um, you never mentioned yeah. it before. <laughs> oh, I don't, oh, 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 thank, I don't remember this story. Yeah, go on, uh, do tell. What, what happened in the Merseyside Ivy <laughs> involving Dio, man? Um, and just, she comes on last 20 minutes, as she usually does for Everton. And Liverpool go and get a corner, last couple of minutes of the game. And Everton go and head it out. Gio's straight on it, pressing her, pressing the last defender. I believe it's Naomi Farhey, um, Nee Farhey, sorry, yeah. who, um, who's got the ball. She presses her, she slide tackles, just parks, he's, he's just able to run onto the end of it and she goes and scores a side of the goal. But that's the type of player that I saw in Gio and I thought she looked fantastic from the word go. And the fact was that if she was able to do that fully consistently for 90 minutes, or if she was able to get the game time management right, then she'll be fine. 
obviously it hasn't worked out as planned and I think perhaps we did see a video as well I don't know if you've seen it it's gone a bit on social media of her actually crying after the game against yeah, Reading last week where she, I have a feeling that she was told then um, and that's why she was upset not the fact that she got 20 minutes just to go through the team so that no one is mistaken we've got Manu Sabrina, Kaylin Marquise and Naomi, uh, Naomi Williams as goalkeepers for this. Then you've got Hafaela, Lotta, Jennifer BET, Jen BT even, Leah Williamson, Steph Catley, Noel Moritz, Laura, Taya, Goldie, Katie Reed, Kim Little, Frieda Marnham, Leah Volte, Katie McKay, Victoria Oropilova, Katrina Cool, Molecool, as Adam would like to say, Madison Earl, Beth Mead, Vivian Miedema, Lena Hersey, Caitlin Ford, Stina Blacksinius, and Michelle Wagerman. So, yeah. I'm to... so pleased Michelle's been registered. Yes. I know she won't get any minutes, but I'm so pleased with her. I'm, I'm like, I know it was only Leeds, but I'm so impressed with her at the moment. For the minutes she mm. has had, I'm impressed with her. And she's she did really 16, well against Leicester 16. when she was called up. And she scored against Leeds as well. And, and we talk about the, the, the Geo as a youth product. Ajamang yeah. is a very talented youth product. Yeah. Maybe she will have a moment in the Champions League. She'll come off the bench and do something, and and set. And that might this might be you the launch. You never know. You never know. She might she might just be Jonas's wild card against Bayern Munich on the second leg, and what we need it, a winner. You never know. What was it? Sven said about Walcott? It's a gamble, but it's a nice gamble, I think. Yeah, you know, exactly. It could, be, it could be we throw one and she just does a Walcott throughout through the Anfield. You know, just runs the she runs the length of the Bayern pitch. And crosses for Estina tapping, and suddenly Adjumang's yeah. lips. Just to back at you, Matt, what you talked spoke about with Gio, I thought it was fascinating. Some of the stuff she did, obviously, great goal against Spurs, great press turnover in the in the Everton derby. We've we've seen her. I want to say we've seen loads, but we've seen her a bit at yeah. Arsenal. Some sub appearances. She's come off the bench. I think she started the FA Cup game against Leeds. But have we? Did we ever see in that time? Did we ever see anything from her? To, Substantial that for she deserves to be in the team ahead of anybody. I mean, banks only see half the pitch most of the time. I I didn't see anything that jumped out, or maybe jumped out and thought, "Wow." I wouldn't expect her to because she's only just arrived in the team. She's been playing. Adam, the signal's really bad. Maybe left her behind. Matt, oh, I don't okay. know if you caught half of that. It's just kind of, yeah, I kind of missed a chunk of that. Matt, did did it come through okay on your end? Did you hear what Adam was saying? I think what Adam was trying to say is that with all the cameos and everything, mm. the Geo is not really part of the Jonas puzzle as the as of the moment, which I think is the best way to probably describe the situation. It's a very odd if you look at trying to think of any time really we've brought someone in and they've had injury issues probably i'd probably say oh, it seems a bit harsh but maybe marlin goots um mm. she was the understudy to leah volte she ended up with an acl and she ended up uh, finishing her career because of it and she, mm. and she was so young at the time she's she's now 22 i believe 23 wow. mm. and she retired at the end of last season where, uh, when she was playing for Back in her home t- uh, hometown, wait, for wait, in her home country. She, oh, she's completely out of the game. She's completely out of the game now. I don't think stop. I don't. Oh right, you mean Marlon Goop? I thought you were talking about Gio. Then I was like, no, she's not. Oh, of course. I thought you about Marlon Goop being twenty-two and retiring. I thought you were saying that. That's what she. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, I, I was going to say you absolutely. One well, my thing is with like we've heard Palovers, and clips of. The great things, moments they've had. That's got fascinating. Got oh, that was close. That was exciting. I, mm. I'm, I may sound like a like a bit of a yeah, not be nasty exactly, but I haven't been wowed by Geo yet. So and and maybe we we are, we want to be wowed by Geo because we put so much hope in her, and we're we're imbuing maybe and we'll see something she does. Think oh, she deserved it because she did this. I just haven't seen anything to. I justify. do really think you need to give her a chance. Oh, I'm not saying we don't give a it's chance. It's a case I'm of absolutely... minutes for me. I, I'm like, I get where you're coming from, but yeah. you need to give her a chance. And Matt, Matt's seen it firsthand what she can do. Yeah, even act... sitting in the ground. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's very different sitting in the ground and then like 
watching it on TV, two different things. But we, she, she's got the ability. It's about whether or not she can thrive in the right environment. So yeah. if it's not going to be, if I think she'll probably have a three-year contract, so two years at the end yeah. of this mm-hmm. summer. So that's plenty of her to relax a little bit. It's almost like a this six months. I would use it as like a stepping stone. A lot setting of, an in period sort of thing. So, I know you. I know you guys have been there at the ground a little bit more, so you can tell me a little bit more about Catherine Cole. But she's someone that I see as someone that she hasn't really wowed me as much. Maybe mm. uh, when I looked at the, uh, the the cup final when she came on, it didn't really see much, I, and that's the same situation. I think this is the problem when we have these players. It's a bit different when you've got someone like a Sabrina who's come in and she's wowed us mm. from day one because she's so different yes. compared to Manu. Yeah, <laughs> but it's different when they're only getting small amounts here and there and everywhere. Um, I, yeah. th- I think it's it's going to take time, and I think a lot of fans are a bit antsy because of the situation with Beth and with Viv. They want everything now, and this is the issue yes. I have with the Jolie Taylor thing as well. Is that a lot of Arsenal fans have basically pulled out the t- toys out the pram, gone? I don't want her. She was useless last time, and this, that, and the other. And I, I'm just sitting, and that sounds a little bit familiar, doesn't it? As a general, the thing is, it's not everybody. It's certain sections of the fan base. Exactly. And pushing that panic button, but as a uh, Mr. Jones said, don't worry, Mr. Mannering, don't panic. Exactly. So don't panic, people, because it doesn't. It's not the end <laughs> of the world if it happens. But we've got some good players. It's, okay, if in six months' time, it's going to be a different squad because some of these players aren't going to be here. Some of them will be given different roles some of them might not be here entirely we're not sure what's going to happen with gen b our contracts yeah. finishing some uh, as uh, got contracts finishing as well so it's going to be an interesting one in the summer but let's leave that for now with i'm jumping ahead of the curve at the moment because it's essentially three months to go but we've got a season eight games let's see what this world players cup two as well at the moment as yeah. well all that talent on display Hopefully, hopefully, Jonas will have his shopping basket ready if we need anybody, you know, get yeah, him to England, before, come play WSL. Yeah. Before I forget about the Jodie Taylor thing, before I completely forget, Marta is four, over 40 and she's still playing at the highest level. Oh, wow. The Brazilian national time. Yeah, she's <laughs> absolutely, do you know what? I've only ever seen YouTube videos of her and she looks absolutely incredible. And she, are you sure she's 40? She's over 40, I believe she's 40. Yeah. She, she, I'm pretty sure. Matt might confirm she played in the European final that we won. I'm pretty sure. Yes, she was, I believe so. She was Yeah, I think. Wow. I was in the third against Arsenal, European final. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I've always said this season we're not we're not going to win the title, and I'm not saying because I don't want to win the title. I just don't think we. Will. I'd love it if we did. In, um, but the goal is European football and getting to Europe next season. And we 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 could have done it before we signed Jodie Taylor. And does Joey Taylor put us in a better position to do it? Yes, it gives us depth. So for me, it's a great signing. Gio, I think it's it's all come too soon, too fast for her. Um, you know, Molecule and Palova have experience. You know, Palova's played in European Championships. She's played at that high level. I, I would come like to forget they... that game. Thank you very much. Oh, OK, sorry. <laughs> it's one of those games I'd like to forget because she upset a lot yeah. of Arsenal players and she upset us. <laughs> So yeah, I guess that game doesn't exist, but I do get where you're coming from in terms of experience. But that game doesn't exist. For her initiation, instead of a song, she had to go with uh, Leah in a background. Oh, no. hmm. oh my God. The Walcott analogy. Oh, I think frozen again. You've gone robot. Oh, tell me when I've unroboted myself. Okay, done. Done, done. You're good. I had the World Cup 2006. Yeah, so in that he didn't play a single game for Arsenal. He was on the bench a few times, but never played a game. He played his game the next season, and I Mm -hmm. think that's what it'll be with Gio. I think we're lucky we even get to see a window into seeing her play, but I think it'll be next season, and I think that's probably why Champions League. I think she'd hardly feature, and in that sense, it's not Mm -hmm. much point. So no, I think Sabrina's got ahead of her. She's a and um yeah just got to hope for the best um on tuesday the one thing i do have to question with Jonas as well is when you've got such a quality goalkeeper in sabrina 
Yeah. Why do you also have uh, Kaelin McKees there? Because is it the experience or is yeah. it... You can't, you can't take... You, I don't think you can pull players out of your squad because if you could, he would have taken Mida Mida Morel. So mm. he's brought McKees in probably because he couldn't get and Sabrina And he probably would have took Steph out if she's out for a while as well, to be fair. Yeah. That was the yeah. options that if she was injured, um, mm. they can take them out because if they're injured for long term they could they can be put in and then say a geo will go in straight away um mm, I, mean, I would have taken if that was the case you would have obviously have taken Meadamore out and mead out because then they're, yeah they're, maybe but definitely not you take a Meadamore out simply because there's not a cat in hell's chance she's going to play again for any game in any in the season so yeah i don't know but anyway what's on this time the squad's been out win the Champions League, these are the 25 that are going to get medals at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine if he won it and Miedemar didn't get a medal. That would be kind of naff. Please. <laughs> You're putting thoughts on uh, Do you know what? If anybody wants to go and have a go at him on Twitter, I am not going to defend that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. I mean, you were winding up the Man United fans the other day and it was just like... It was funny to watch, don't get me wrong, because they were arguing amongst themselves, but... Man United fans. We all know. We know. Really yeah, but anyway, a massive game. Yeah, I'm just saying that's yeah. Up. I'm saying yes, yes. Very exciting. Big Cake yeah. is Wonderland goes on tour without Lottie, of course, unfortunately. Mm. But yeah, no, and it's uh, certain someone's first European tour, which I'm very excited for him. Matt, how excited are you? Oh, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I don't want to spoil things, but just to put this into context, the last time I ever actually had a holiday abroad was 2013. Wow. That's how long ago it was. It was so that's not counting like tournaments or anything like that. That I like tournaments abroad or anything like that. That is literally going to be my first time abroad for um, for a long time. So also to be. At Munich, when that draw was announced, I wanted Bayern Munich to begin with anyway because I've, I've never been to Germany and I thought that it would be a good contest because obviously last time around these two got knocked out in the quarterfinals, us to uh, Wolfsburg and them to, oh, was it PSG? No, it wasn't PSG. Um, Barcelona? Barcelona? No. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, Barcelona knocked out, knocked Barcelona. out Wolfsburg because yeah, I remember that was a record selling game, wasn't it? Well, uh, Bayern were on the other side of the draw. Um, okay. So it would have been Juventus, Lyon, or PSG? I think it was again, they went 2 1 up. I'm pretty sure Bayern won their, was it one of their first leg 2 1 and then lost their second leg. Or no, that was Juventus, wasn't it? They won the first 2 1. It must have been PSG. Anyway, they went out in the quarterfinals. Yeah. So, <laughs> so essentially, we've got a chance here to show how much we've improved over the last year. Mm. And mm-hmm. we can use last year's experience. I mean, we won't go in, delve into what happened last time we were in Germany too much because I think a lot of people will have PTSD if you're listening to this or watching this. Um, but yeah. let's just say Munich. I have a feeling. I don't have a feeling Adam's going to give us a reminder with the, with the look on his face right now. Sorry, uh, Matt. Continue. I just cursed the German border guards for denying Volti entry into uh, into Germany to allow what? us to. Uh, yeah, she was turned away. She couldn't join up with the team. That's why we didn't have Volti in the team against Wolfsburg. They're all there was there was some shenanigans oh, yes, that happened. I remember. Some, I don't know what the rule. Yeah, there was something. There was something funny happened with the team. There was some rule. Volti had gone somewhere. I don't know the full details, but basically, Volti didn't start in the midfield against Wolfsburg in the second leg, and so they just played through us for the entire game. I mean, you know, as Matt will attest to, there's no Volti. There's no party. You know. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we know, we, we know, we, we know, don't, don't we, Matt? <laughs> yeah. No Volti, no, uh, makes me happy or make me feel this way. Yeah, no, <laughs> I love that song. Uh, that used to be Laurent Cashoni's song. It's now Leo Volti's and it will always be Leo Volti's. <laughs> this time around, though, I, 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 this squad has got me believing again. And I think when you looked at, I'm going to, I can't believe I'll keep on going back to that Connie Cup, but the fact that one nil down after two minutes, you've got the fans go, going up, well, come on, we can do this. And I think that's what they're hoping um, for. I mean, 10,000 tickets sold. This is going to be one of the lowest sold of the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, 
the blue lot have managed to sell almost their entire allocation of uh, the uh, bridge that's falling down. Uh, <laughs> and a half thousand. Oh, hang on. Where are they playing? Where where are the where are Fulham They're Blue playing? Are they playing the home leg at King's Medal or Stanford? Stanford. Oh, they are doing Stanford. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, well, yeah, because we play, we play at the Emirates on Wednesday night. They play they play on Thursday night. We, at I mean, this is, Bridge. To, this is a call to all Arsenal fans. We need to step up because yeah, ten thousand is great, but we can do a lot better. To be than honest that. with you, I couldn't get my usual seats in my usual corner. I had to move to block seven. So I'm normally in twelve mm. or thirteen. So I, I've been moved. I've moved around. So. There, there is 10,000 tickets. The highest I've seen is 7,000 people. The fact that we got to 10,000 is, is brilliant. It is, it, is, it is progress. We got 12,000, I think, for the Barcelona game, but nothing comparable since. So that yeah. I'm really happy with that as a, a, yeah. as a figure. It's just about consistently getting all these. So our record in Europe away from home. Always what, sorry? It's, it's just about consistently getting these numbers now. I don't want to see... Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, Wednesday night Champions League, you're paying this eight is pounds. The Sorry, Adam, go oh, wouldn't you? I was going to say, if you, it's right. Why? Yeah, you, if you came to Sporting Lisbon, watch the Sporting Lisbon game, and it was you know, ended sadly, then if you came to that game, there's no reason why you can't come again this, uh, not this week, obviously, but next week for a much cheaper price to watch Champions League football at Emirates Stadium of Arsenal. You know, I understand the argument of people who would normally go to watch a women's game, but they can't because it's a late night and you know, kids and all that stuff. But if you are, if you're an everyday goer, who goes to these late European nights, you're an adult, you go to these games, you're happy to go to them and you're free. There is no reason why not, unless you just don't support the Arsenal women. And for me, as an Arsenal fan, that's scandalous, but that's just my opinion and I will die on that hill. Um, the thing, <laughs> really, thing is, if you support the Arsenal, you should support the whole club. Absolutely. I started going to academy games. They're completely free at Meadow Park. You just mm. rock up, yep. take a seat. Yep. Um, I was sitting down, I was sitting a few seats down from big, the big, big friendly German, um, watching the under twenty ones against Liverpool, which was pretty cool. And we had our, mm -hmm. oh, what's his name, our oh, Salah, oh, yes, of course, yes. as well. He was two rows in front of me, just chilling, like watching the game. So Did you tell him to yeah. get back in his box. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yes yes um yes. so i'll i'll now get off my soapbox and actually talk about some football um, so our, um this our, is what um, we're here for let's go exactly a record is actually quite good in europe this season We've, we're unbeaten away from home which when you compare to last season we actually lost i think three games away from home wasn't we, we, we were yeah, terrible I mean, the last the last one was nine nine one against zurich yeah, uh, we had that the, pin, the, the pinnacle of um, five the one. season was the 5 1 at Leon. Yeah. And the other one was, oh, I've forgotten. 1 0 oh in Juve and yeah. Uh, yeah. 1 0 yeah, at Ajax. Of course, the, the one game we didn't win was the one I traveled to, um, <laughs> was the Juve game. Um, if but we Ajax, don't win tomorrow, I know who I'm going to blame. Well, I was also there for Take Ajax. Note. So like, like Matt, I had been abroad for like a decade and then yeah. i said now i'm gonna i'm gonna go abroad for the ix game and meeting up with the arsenal fans there and watching the game with the arsenal fans in the cage in the rain um with the supporters club um was amazing and then juventus was just that on another level i mean i've mm -hmm. never i've never been i went on my own i went through on my own stayed on my own went to the arsenal fans and it's amazing i know there's less of us but it sort of makes it even better because we're even a much closer sort of group um, and it was an amazing experience going to Juventus' ground in the Allianz Arena. Yeah. The Allianz is, is incredible. And it is a great stadium. Well, we're going to Allianz Arena. We're going to the obviously the Juventus one, and now we're doing the Bayern one. But yep. the I mean, Juventus game, I love it. Um, I've done that. Uh, Tick that off mm. my list. I do like going to that ground, Bayern Munich's ground. It is it is a nice one. Like the surrounding area is lovely as well. But I think the last time I was there. Arsenal won really badly and it was half term in February. I was due to fly back in a few days. I flew back that night and I left everything I had in the hotel with the, the person I travelled with. I was like, no, I'm going home. Was so, this the 5-1 or was this 2-0? Yeah. 
Was it the five one? Oh, you've had a few of those. Well, hopefully we don't repeat the trick. Hopefully we we embrace the spirit of twenty thirteen and get a bold, brave two 0 win. Um, but certainly we've, I mean, defensively we've been mostly okay. Um, only, you know, I think we've only our worst game was actually the Ajax game in the playoff, or the the one that we obviously all forget about. But apart from that, we've been we've looked defensively okay, and that was when we had Lotter and Catley at the back um as, as a makeshift so i i would hope for same i hope we can pull off for something similar like we did in the conti cup final i think it's going to be a magnificent occasion meeting up with the arsenal fans having a few drinks beforehand taking in the sights of a city when we can um so yeah i mean i'm um, hopefully more of these will to come and i say to any arsenal fan and i meet i met arsenal fans there who have been who travel for both lots of them do travel like every time the, the real heroes we get trouble sorry man no i'm sure i was trying to it just explain so that like there's uh brian from the uh, who's yeah. part of the committee he's there yeah. at every game it works out as he's just over 600 games that he's gone consistently <laughs> there mm. home and away so he was nice. there for the game against Koga last year it, it was about only about three arsenal supporters uh from arsenal yeah from England, even the rest were all yeah. Denmark. Um, yeah. It's just important that I think we spread out as much as possible. We're going to have uh, German gunners there as well, which will be an interesting yeah. one as well. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it as well because this is a chance to it's a chance to like spread your palate a little bit as well with like food and things like that. You don't, don't want to keep on going to the same old stuff. So, um, no. but nice the, meadow park is. <laughs> Yes. Well, as nice as the double about, cheeseburger is, eh, Adam? Oh, from 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 Chloe's, yeah, hundred yep. percent recommend five star TripAdvisor. Um, <laughs> but what you said about what you said about the German fans, Matt, is absolutely correct because we went to the Netherlands. We got to meet the Dutch fan base. Um, there are Italian, there are Italian Arsenal fans. We went Juventus, and I know for a fact there are. Well, we we've met one of them already. Uh, the Conti Cup final. There are there are fans living in Germany who are passionate, not just passionate Arsenal fans passionate Arsenal women fans for me that is incredible and now this is their home game and we get to meet them we we talk to them on Twitter we you know we we, we see them occasionally when they get to fly over but now we're coming into their world um so there's lots to look forward to um and yeah people like Brian a chap called um John who I met over there who does a lot of stuff about pictures he goes to all these games he travels over um um and just amazing yeah really good and I, I, if you if you are European traveler for Arsenal and you follow the men's team around um, and hope next really good competition touch word nothing confirmed hope take the time to follow the Arsenal women as well if we get into Europe next season fingers crossed touch word nothing confirmed because it is it's even more fun because you are part of an even more exclusive group I cannot trust that enough and I think the Bayern Munich game win or lose it's going to be an amazing occasion I can't wait to uh to fly over and and and, and meet up everyone and um, hopefully it'll be a really good occasion, and and hopefully we win. That'd be nice. <laughs> I'm looking forward nice. to it as well. It's not just like we're seeing; it's almost like a England versus Germany mini game, if you were will. Because if you mm. look, you got a lot. Of the... Except they've got the English star on there, so I can't really agree with that. Well, no, I'm it's sorry. just in terms of you got obviously Leah Williamson, captain. You've got some of the some of Bayern's t- team. Oh. Well, from Germany as well. Yeah, there's a lot of internationals on both sides. In the bits, oh, so. yeah, no, that is true. It, it's just, just, I think it's going to be a very interesting, very close game, game if I'm honest. Um, I was reading through the analysts as well who do a lot of stats, and they were saying that both the, uh, the midfielders for both these teams offer incredible dynamism in line breaking runs from midfield, inclusive passing, or having a profile that can track the back line. Uh, Georgia Stanway, top joint scorer for them in the competition. Clara Ball also has three as well. Uh, who Ball also has a team high of three assists. Wow. Uh, Ball's most uh, involved in most open attacking play sequences. Bayern with 35 in open um, attacking sequences. So it's almost like like this midfield. If we are to win this game, the midfield's going to be integral to part of it because. How how can we stop some of these players? You've got Sydney uh, Lohman, you've got uh, Bull herself, you've got a Sarah Zadrazil as well. Who? Zadrazil, yeah. Mm. This yes, team, I'll throw in a Georgia Samway in there as well, and it's just 
that three versus our three of Freedom Arnhem, um, Kim Little and Kim Leo Lottie, fingers crossed, touching wood, spinning around three times, yeah. everything you want um, to make sure that she actually is on that pitch this time around. Um, yeah, get her into, into the country, fingers crossed. I'm hoping Absolutely. she travels ahead of the team so in case there's any problems. If not, Leo. I know that sounds really awful. But you can pop your head in. <laughs> you can be my carry-on. Yeah. We'll put Leah Williams in midfield because we know Lotta Wibbermore loves a goal against Germany and uh, hopefully yeah. she can uh, uh, deliver against my position. Yeah, yeah, I think, I mean, what I'm looking forward to... Hopefully that goal can be replicated without Tobin here, but you know... <laughs> Doing a missed kick, free kick. No, no, it was assist. It was definitely assist. Um, I think we're all um, looking forward to the Gerald Standway Katie McKay rematch. I think the yes. um, it, that's that's obviously we know those two um, have history. It is going to be a fascinating lineup. I mean, Bayern and Wolfs Bayern and Wolfsburg are the two sort of big hitters mm-hmm. in the in the Frauen Bundesliga, and um, I think Wolfsburg are probably ahead at the moment. But Bayern are a decent outfit. They beat Barcelona. We should not forget they actually beat Barcelona in the group stage and were looking from points. It was very marginal. They came second. So they should not be taken lightly. And these are the games we want to play in. I mean, if I love the WSL to bits, but I think it's well documented that You wanna you wanna play you wanna play with the biggest the biggest teams in Europe. Yeah. That's sure. what we're all here for. I mean, Barcelona have picked up Lucy Bronze, they've taken Kira Walsh from us. Yeah. Well, Munich are taken Stanway. I know they're all mm. our England stars, but these are the players we want to watch as English fans. Yeah. As well as all the everyone else. Doesn't matter the nationalities, really, if I'm honest with you, but we know what these teams hold. We know the talent that is sitting there. And it's just all exciting. Even if even if Arsenal do go out, I will watch this to the final. Oh yeah. Especially I mean, after, after last year. Oh. I was that like, was no, I'm, I'm sticking with this whole competition. I, I want to watch as much as possible. Like tomorrow night, I will be watching our game, but then I want to I want to see how Roma do against Barcelona. That's oh, that's going to be a juicy, tasty, juicy tasty. tie. Be very tasty. So, but I, I want to see what happens. Do you know what I mean? It's quarterfinals. You get two games of football a night. Yeah. Three days. On the zone for Todd. But <clears throat> what I'm trying to swing at is we don't. This team doesn't get a proper examination every day in the WSL. That's just, and unfortunately, that's not an. Maybe an offence, but Chelsea will 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 properly test us. Man City will, but United the, occasionally. Hmm? United five, occasionally. Exactly. Exactly. Whereas, when you go <laughs> so to did you just say about five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> we get the yeah. What a tired chance that was. But Phil, um, but in the Champions League, those are the teams: the Barcelona's, the Bayern Munichs, the Leons, the Juventuses. They are the teams that will stretch this team and really it, it will expose its flaws. And allow us to express our skills and our and our and our our goodness, our skills, shall we say, yeah. uh, our our pros. So these are the real tests, and this is what we need on a regular basis. And that's that's why I'm I'm really excited for this game. If we lose, again, I think it's good if we win and good if we lose. If we win, that's great. It shows that we're kicking on and evolving. If it's lose, we'll easily better see. Jonas will go right. We lost because of this and this, and we and it will help us going forward. I've no doubt that the losses we had at Wolfsburg last season, we won out the Champions League. But they would have picked apart the the pre match, post match, and gone right. We went wrong there. We went wrong there. Mm-hmm. We need to sort it out. Why could have played in the Wolfsburg game, but also in the Barcelona games as well. We say right. We need to improve here. We need to better defend here. We need to work out our pressing. We work our movement. And you only get those proper examinations in this game. So yeah, I'm hoping it will. Even if even if it's a lose and we go out, it will inspire us to be even better it, next it'll season. Be, and, it'll be a bit like when we played Chelsea back to back for the Conning Cup final. We lost yes. the FA Cup, but when we turned up. From, for the, yes. the final, so exactly. sorry, and, and we saw this season. We saw this season. We beat Leon, like our first group stage game. Oh, bless you. We uh, we beat Leon right out the first group stage game. And I was like, wow, that's we are a level above. Yes, Leon had injuries, but that was a proper European performance. So we all know we've got this team has got it in them, and it's up. To, and again, like the Conte Cup, it's up to them to believe they can do it again. And if they do it again in Germany, and take have something to take back to the Emirates Stadium. Well, that we, we yeah, it could be it could be incredible. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely, and, uh, it could if we do pull it off. We could be selling more tickets, and that is is absolutely. an advantage. Absolutely, if if that we go in, even if we're losing, we could. If we're one nil down, and it's like come on, we need support for a, a couple. We spin it, you know. As long as we're still in touch, come the second leg, 
I think, yeah, we, we, that could be something to inspire by. We just got to spread the word and, and yeah, get people to come along. Oh no, definitely, hundred percent. Matt, how, have you got anything to add to that at all? I don't really want to call it Clash of the Titans, but it's it's almost what it is. It is. It's, you know what? The, for me, the like I've got to agree with you though. The quarterfinal rounds, they are Clash of the Titans. If you look at the eight teams, mm. maybe Chelsea. I might be discounting Roma just a little bit because that's one they're a team to watch at the moment. But mm. the rest of them, they're the names you expect to be there. Mm. Doing so well in their league at the moment, top of the league, and really for their debut to actually be even in the knockouts is a huge exactly. achievement. And a lot of people have probably underestimated them. I expect Barcelona to underestimate them when they go over to the uh, Stadio Olimpico in uh, Rome yeah. in the next leg. But and they're, they're Roma are at home first leg. Ah, see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's going to be fantastic. I think we've got. Uh, I, I, you know what? I'm going to call it a festival of football now because that's what, essentially what it is. Yeah. is the, oh yeah, it'll, definitely. And it'll be and, interesting to see how they, how everyone does, especially Roma against a team that's so big, so big as Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, I think the ticket sales success says it all. To be honest with you, I know we're not fans, but their ticket sales are incredible. And it does feel like these teams are, are apart from the Barcelona Roma, which we know is a mismatch for obvious reasons, and we wish Roma all the best and hope they can do us all mm-hmm. a favour, um, the world of football a favour. All the other ties, you'd say the teams are pretty much evens. I think we could probably all agree. I think yeah. Leon, yeah. European champions against W champions Chelsea, Arsenal and Bayern, two teams competing to be at the top. You know, Europe, Euro stars on both sides, PSG versus again low talent on both sides there Europe, um, uh, German champions Wolfsburg plenty of uh, German national although rumour has there was an announcement that a play, one of their players I, I, I don't know if it's Oberdorf Oberdorf hmm? was Oberdorf oh. has just gone off with a major knee injury recently just today oh, no. fears are it's the dreaded three letters we don't know yet it's just she's gone off with a knee injury and looked in very lot of pain and I think Pop That's came on for her it's not Especially good at all. with the World, World Cup round the corner. Yeah, well, she was she was amazing in the Euros as well. And yeah. so Agreed. Yeah, we wish her all the best. No, but those those three ties are that you could they could easily be a semi final. They're that quality of opposition. And I think uh, if you're not if you can't get to take a kind of game, tune into the zone and watch, and you will not be disappointed. They are. It's going to be a a spectacular few two weeks. Um, and no, uh, yeah, can't can't wait to get started. Okay, right. Just before we wrap up. I'm going to go into score predictions for all four games. Mm. So, I'm going to leave the Arsenal game till last. Okay. So, I'm going to start with the Roma-Barcelona. I think that's the juiciest tie. Apart from, obviously, for me, it's the juiciest tie out of the lot. Yeah. And I think Roma are going to pull something off. So, I'm going to go for a Roma win. Uh, Are we doing just, we're just doing first legs? Yep, just first legs for today. Okay, I'm going to go... 4-0 4-0 Barcelona. Wow. Okay. Even though Roma are flying at the top of the league? Yeah. Well, we were when we played Barcelona. What happened? We lost 4-0. <laughs> so I'm going by that one. Yeah. Unfortunately, the, the weather didn't bother them like it usually does the men's game. <laughs> like, you know. Anyway, Matt? I think it's going to be very open. I think it's going to be one of those games where... Barcelona don't know how to approach this game, so they're almost into the unknown. Um, and yeah, they've sort of got the wild card out no of the draw, phrase, really. <laughs> no phrase and references meant in that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> who do I, I, I think Roma are going to give it a good go. They know they've got a hard chance. They're, they're defensively solid. They give Juventus a good go whenever they play each other. It's usually like a 1-0 or 2-0 sort of game. I think actually, funny enough, tonight they won like 4-0 tonight. Oh, nice. It does, it, 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 it's just meeting expectations. Essentially, they're in the same boat as we were last year because they haven't have done that. Um, so I think Rome will get a goal. Rome will get a goal. Um, but I'm going to be cheeky and I'm going to say Barcelona are going to win it 3-2. Oh, that's going to be a goal fest. Well, I'm actually going to vote for that scoreline because <laughs> that's I love I, I love a good game of football as a neutral. 
if that's the scoreline, Roma will have done incredibly well, and we would take our hats to them. That is, that would be. Uh, unfortunately, Barcelona aren't known for their romanticisms of the opposition. Unfortunately, they are ruthless. So I would say hats off to Roma if that came through. I'll go. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. Okay. Right. PSG and Wolfsburg. I'm gonna go for the Wolfsburg win. Purely because uh, of, because of what happened to us last season. <laughs> I just uh, yeah, I'm Is it Wolfs Wolfsburg? PSG. PSG are at home. So, right, okay, okay. Here, um, I'll go 2-1 PSG. Ooh. Matt? You know what, Adam, I was going to go the same. I th- I think... <laughs> is, it, is it you? Have you both had talk before the show? And it's, oh, let's, let's gang up on Lottie and go for opposite whatever oh. she says. I, th- I normally I... get this wrong anyway, but, you know. It's going to be so tight because PSG have got... It, um, some great players, uh, mm-hmm. but they're not top tier European yet. If I'm honest, it's almost like mm-hmm. the men, their men's team. If I'm honest, it's they've got some amazing talent, but they they're all bark but no bite. They haven't got that bite yet. Um, mm-hmm. Imagine if they had a Chelsea Australian player that might actually help mm-hmm. them out a little bit. Um, but <laughs> beside the point, I. I think I think I'll go for a draw because I think this one's going to be the most interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I might go with one or. Okay, it's interesting. Allies. And then I don't really need to answer the next one because I know who I want to win this game with between Leon and Chelsea. Um, but we did beat Leon five one in their own backyard, so I think it's going to be an interesting tie between them. If I'm honest with you. Um, I really don't know what way this game's going to go. Matt? I'm going to go with Leon. I could be really cheeky even more now and say Danny van der Donk's going to get a hat-trick. Oh, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Show your loyalty now. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm, I'm really hoping it's going to... To be honest, if, I wouldn't be surprised if Leon just mm-hmm. blow them away. They've got so many players coming back from injuries now. Yeah. Uh, Ellie Carpenter, I believe, is on her way back. Yeah. And there's so many players that they had out, even with injuries. Mm-hmm. Actually, that does remind me of the uh, very funny video of actually Ellie Carpenter on the uh, on her crutches and just speeding towards the, t- the rest of the team in the final when they won it. <laughs> but I imagine yeah. if they can do that to Barcelona with mm-hmm. half their team out, imagine what they could do with a, full, a fully fit squad, which they're going to have going into yeah. it. Or almost fully fit squad. I, it could, they're just going to be blown out the water. I don't think they'll they'll know what hit them. Even though we might not like her, and she likes to analyse over everything left, right, and centre. She won't know. She won't know what to do. She'll be stunned yeah. like she was in that final a couple of years ago. Yeah. Okay. So a score. Yeah. yeah. With, you know what? I'll up it. I'll go four nil. Wow. Oh, can I can I chuck can I can I um chuck a, a, a Buchanan red card in there, please? She's got away with it twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she gets away with, with those it clips. Clips on if, those hills. It's if, so she's got away with it twice. So I'm gonna Buchanan, take her for a red card because the if, European refs don't take no nonsense. If Buchanan gets sent off early in that game, mm-hmm. I can yeah. see it being a four 0 to Leon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want Chelsea to get battered ten nil, and you know. A, a, <laughs> Basically, get done to them because it's the first legs in Leon, isn't it? So yes, it's all right. I want Leon to do to them what we did to Leon, basically. But Chelsea are the biggest ball sports in Europe, as we know. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of torn on this one because obviously they they've been to France already. They went to PSG and won one nil with that really bright goal. But we also know that in like in key games, especially in Europe, they choked. They lost four nil away at Wolfsburg. They lost four nil in the final against Bayern. You know, they lost the final just. Yeah, Champions Europe. I've never seen that. Yeah, quite right. So, um, so I'm kind of torn on this particular one. I think they've they've played Leon before, and I think last time they did, they they only lost two one, and that was back into 2019. I think this will be a one all draw because I think Chelsea are just because well. If let's say Buchanan doesn't play and they play Millie Bright and Magda Eriksson and all that. Mm-hmm. They they are defensively strong enough that they can do a shutout. 
if they do, if they have to get an early goal and go full defensive, they could, like with PSG, they could grind out a one 0 win. Or, but I think Leon have got enough quality; they could get an equaliser. And I think it's going to be one of those frustrating games where Leon will have chances and just not take them, and mm. will be, you know, roaring at the heavens. Why aren't you know Leon running away with this? So I want them to get battered off the park, but. Mm-hmm. Based on the suffering I've had as an Arsenal fan playing Chelsea, <laughs> I, can see, I can see this being a one-all and Sam Kerr bundling a jammy goal with like ten minutes to go to change the complexion of the tie, and you know that's so. Yeah. I'm a one-all draw. Ah, okay, that's really interesting, boys. So that is it for tonight. Thank you, everybody. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Not the Arsenal game. Hang on. Oh, that is oh, absolutely no, 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 criminal. Sorry, that sorry. is criminal. I've got yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right, since I I got corrected by by Adam, Adam can go first. By an Arsenal. Uh, one all. I'll go one all. I think I'm going to be like the Juventus okay. game. I think it's going to be because it's going to be tight. Um, I think both sides will miss chances. I think we'll. I think it'll be a close game, and I think we'll like with the Wolfsburg at home last season. I think the tie will be in the balance when we go back to the Emirates, and that's a good thing. If it isn't, if it's a three 0 or five nil then it's going to be a bit of a bummer. But I think a one-all result in Germany is by no means a bad result, and I'd be happy with that. Um, I'll throw to Matt. What do you think? <laughs> I think whoever wins the battle in the midfield, that's going to be the main um, thing. It, if, it's, if, if it's a case of uh, in uh, who's going to get the most yellow cards it, between us, I think it'll be... But obviously, Georgia and Katie. Oh. But, um, mm. Maybe that's that might be an idea for Katie to to be playing left back to start. Maybe just so she mm. can wind up Georgia Stanway, get that early yellow card, mm. so then that disrupts them so much in midfield. I can imagine that being happening, but I just have a feeling that this game is so open that it could quite easily just be a goal in it, like a one nil mm. to either side. But I think. I would be happy with a one all if I'm honest, and then to come back into our own. We've, I think, we've, considering that we've only got over 150 in that stadium, it might be the loudest that part area of that stadium if I'm honest. And then we, they come back, maybe the fans can cheer them on to victory. Hmm. <laughs> um, and they'll know if it's in the balance, they, they, that could be a bigger draw. Probably. Yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. a bigger uh, attraction for fans. They, you know, if they know. There's a t- I mean, if there's a chance to beat Bayern Munich at the Emirates, I mean, we haven't had that for either team since 2015. Thank you to Giroud's hand and uh, Bellerin's sheer pace. Um, <laughs> but it'd be nice, you know, an idea of, of avenging those five ones and to experience a Bayern win. I should, I should actually, I'd never mentioned this, and I should have mentioned this right from the top. So a few, uh, the Emirates Cup post-2019 um, mm-hmm. was uh, a double header, and the first part of the header was Arsenal versus Bayern Munich mm-hmm. um, and that was the first Arsenal women's game I attended um, oh, wow. yeah so and this feels like a very much a full circle we lost that 1-0 and sadly that was Dan Carter's last ever game for Arsenal um, Tabby um, mm-hmm. came also she's moved she's moved down to Brighton now she's, she's, she she's went, still at Brighton or she, she retired Brighton, now she's at Brighton yeah yeah and then Tabea came and also played for Arsenal that, that game as well mm-hmm. and sadly retired that season due to injury um, so yes, it was a bit of a, a bit of a sad day that one, um, and I, I do feel that this this tie feels like almost a full circle, sort of certainly from Mike's personal experience, but also maybe with a lot of his team as a chance to maybe. Um, I know it was only a friendly, but again, it's a chance to show how how much have they improved since then with their it's new. A chance to show cash, uh, so cash showcase. Showcase. And showcase for Manu, the team, really. For Manu, it's a case of going back home because she came. I believe she came from Bayern Munich. Yeah, yeah she uh, it's uh, some yeah chance to also... I actually saw a really interesting picture over on the socials. <clears throat> did you know Viv Miedemar and Mana Rivarucci played together at Munich? Yes, they did. I, I didn't know that. I found that out yeah. like the last couple of days. I was like, oh my gosh. But oh, Mana Viv... hasn't aged. That's the scary oh. part. So she has not aged. Viv... And it scares me. Viv and Lisa played together at mm. Bayern Munich. That's when that's when they first met. And they both came to Arsenal at the same time. Yeah. And they met Mana while she's at Bayern Munich as well. But we've had a history of pinching um, ex-Bayern players as well. Yeah. Mana as well. Which what's makes the change. Victoria Schneiderbeck. 
Trying to back, yeah, another one, X Bind. So we've yeah, we've got a lot of X Binds in our Jill Raw, I think, was also an was a buying player as well. Yeah. Um so yes, we we but may, may thankfully well, I don't know we maybe they, we should be looking more into their team when we play them and think who are we gonna get this summer. Uh, well, maybe we can pitch Georgia back. Yeah, we'll take Georgia over. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure the Arsenal fans would love to have Georgia Stanway within their ranks. I'm sure they will go down very, very well. <laughs> like we'll, a what? Like a lead balloon. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm led to believe that would be a, a real um, punch in the face for City <laughs> if that happened. Yeah. No, he's got to sign Kieran Walsh after that, and then. Uh, really... Oh, that is one player I've seen in Arsenal shirt. But there's no way we're pinching her from Barcelona. Exactly. It's just not going to happen. No, no, it's not. So, anyway, now if we're officially now, finished. Yes, now all bases are covered. After I've been told off by Mr. <laughs> Salter. Um, so, I'm, again, this is a little over an hour. Not normally this long, but there's a lot to talk about, especially with, with the latest news on the club. Um, thank you for tuning in, boys. Thank you for joining me tonight. Um, and have an amazing time over in Germany. And I will see you break when you come back. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a special guest joining us um, for our next episode. Um, all will be revealed. Um, really excited for her to come and join us. So it's going to be really, really fun. And um, thank you for everybody who has <laughs> who has joined us tonight. Um, well, watch this back, I should say. Um, if you do enjoy it. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, and have a good enjoy the game. Mm, thank you. Good we'll night. We'll make sure we bring you back something, that's for sure. Oh, no, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it would be good. Good school, I would be good. <laughs> I'll be the same. <laughs> All right. Good night, boys. Good night.